0: I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but what is going on with John Fetterman? Have you noticed him lately? It's like all of a sudden, he actually started making sense. What? I know, right? I felt the same way. I felt the same way. But we've got some audio here. I want you to listen to this. This is John Fetterman uh, talking about, here we go. Here's John Fetterman talking about um, Menendez. This is pretty crazy. Here we go. Here's Fetterman. It's so uh, it's been nice talking to you. How is your health? Obviously, uh, you had the stroke. Uh, you had a hospitalization period. Your recovery seems to be going well, as far as I can tell uh, from this interview. But, but how are you doing physically and, and uh, in terms of all your recovery?
2: Uh, any, any better? And I'd have gold bars in my mattress. <laughs>
0: talking about Menendez, uh, Gold Bar Menendez. Well, that's that's not the only thing. He also talks about all of the people that have been encountered at the border. You recently said, quote, I hope Democrats can understand that it isn't xenophobic to be concerned about the border, unquote. And even though you did run for lieutenant governor and senator uh, as a progressive, you're now rejecting that label. What would you call yourself?
2: Uh, I would just call myself a a, a Democrat, and I believe that I'm on the right side of issues, whether that's being very pro-choice, maybe that I believe that is being pro-union, and if I believe that's for uh, pro-Israel on that as well, too. Uh, There's absolutely uh, different kinds of opinions in, in the Democratic Party. And, and I've always been very clear that I'm going to stand on the right side of what I believe it is. And I've been very upfront on others as well, too. And, and I really have been able to find anybody that can say there's not any kind of an issue right now on the border that has around 270,000 people being encountered on the border just in one month. And to put that in perspective, as I've said before, that's the side of Pittsburgh. So,
0: ta-da. So you had that one. And now his, his latest... You know, then he, he came out and he spoke about uh, against the, uh, the the sale of U.S. steel. Now he's criticizing. Well, South Africa has actually criticized Israel. Listen to what John, how John Fetterman responded to that.
2: Who are we? Who are they really fighting? It's a group of cowards. They hide in tunnels. They hide behind civilians. They attack, kill, and mutilate children, women. And they do that. Stop talking about proportion on that. They shot their best shot on October seventh, and they would have taken more lives if they could have do that, but they couldn't do it. And now let's also talk about that. Now we're talking about genocide, and now South Africa now is now bringing that kind of a, a trial. Maybe South Africa maybe ought to sit this one out when they're talking about genocide. <laughs>
0: You know, and he talks about, uh, criticizes South Africa for accusing Israel of genocide while allowing the persecution of white farmers in South Africa. So kind of a turnaround from Joe Fetterman. Let's talk to Joe in Hendersonville and see what's on his mind. Joe, welcome to the program. How
1: you doing? Good. Yes, sir. What you just played was pretty uh, remarkable because I really didn't. Dig that guy when he was in uh, going for. No,
0: you election. would have thought. I mean, you would have thought he was just a big lumbering member of the squad.
1: Yeah, just a big lurcher. Yeah, but Wow. Exactly right. Exactly but right. What, what I was going to tell you is, you you said something a little bit ago that kind of kind of rings a little true by how some of these elitists they they claim that these places here in the rural places of America are just flyover places. Yeah. Well, if you notice, some of the greatest politicians that we've had, and I can actually give you some examples. Knew better than to the call these places fly flyover places. Yeah. One. Do you remember when uh, the first Bush he was he came to Hendersonville and did his speech at the courthouse?
0: Yeah, George H. W. Bush.
1: Back yeah. in the seventies, back when it was a county fair, um, my grandparents actually got a visit from uh, at that time a Governor Reagan from California back How about in the seventies because yeah. because my granddad had won like a first prize for his pig that he had raised. <laughs> <produced. laughs>
0: That's great. But he still
1: came to check it out. Another thing is the homesteading that you were talking about. Everybody needs to do a little bit of that. At least collect a seed ark. At least have a seed ark. So if anything did happen, you can, you know, at least grow your own food. I mean, I dabble a lot with it. I grow lettuce, tomatoes, all kinds of peppers, carrots, potatoes. You can do a lot with that. Sure you can. And it lasts a a lot. Um, I made, you know, the canned uh, pickles, you know, dill pickles and uh jarred jalapenos right the only thing is they don't last long yeah well but it's because <laughs> you don't, on after they get cool yeah you
0: don't you don't put the uh the the, the preservatives in there
1: on them no Mm-mm. so but as long as you do like a water bath on yeah. them and then you get that uh all glass jar to seal you're, you're good for an indefinite especially things like pickles and that nature because of the vinegar right. acidity so yeah, yeah it's
0: Definitely something people, and listen, I'm not, you know, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But if you're interested in it, I mean, if you go to that, uh, there's plenty of resources
1: online. Plenty to find out. It's actually refreshing. Yeah. And it it, kind of makes you feel like you did accomplish something. Yeah. You you made this thing. You got it to grow. You did it. Right.
0: You're right. There is something incredibly satisfying about that, Joe. I appreciate you calling in. I mean, just like like I said, we love those. Uh, what are they? The, the Cherokee purple tomatoes. Those are absolutely fantastic. We had a pretty good crop of those this year. Uh, I was very, uh, very happy with that. Um, uh, peppers. It's just something about growing it your own. Literally, it was so cool to just walk out, grab a tomato off the vine, go in, slice it, grab some dukes, a little salt and pepper. And have your own tomato salad. It's just fantastic. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to make my own sourdough starter. Okay. Now here's the problem with this. And maybe you guys can help me with this because I have been looking at a lot of different recipes about sourdough starter. And what they say is it takes about a week Am I right? And you guys correct me if I'm wrong, because I am I'm, I'm, uh, I am a novice in all of this as well. But they say it takes about a week. Put a little flour in, put a little water in, stir it up, and then you just let it do its thing, right? Okay. Loosely cover it, let it do its thing. Um, takes about a week. But everything that they say says you need to put it in a warm place. Well, my house, we run between 66 and Well, we run between 61 and 66 degrees. So how am I supposed to find a warm place? Now, I've also heard that you take and you put it in the oven with the oven light on. Is that warm enough? I have no idea. So looking at making my own sourdough starter uh, and any advice that you guys can give me is always welcome. You can always text me at the Common Center Time Replanning text line 71307 or even better, email me charlie at 989word.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.